Hey everybody, this is Ivy from Real Quats. This episode is going to be about Mad Men. It's been a while, for sure, but back in the saddle, as they say. Um, we, uh, Luna and I talk about Mad Men, and we talk about all the major characters, I believe. We got to all of them. <clears throat> we were not able to go into detail about, you know, Harry, Ken, Paul, some of the smaller characters. Um, there's just, just too many. Um, but, oh, and one I do regret is not having talked about Anna Draper, which was the a real Don Draper's ex-wife. Or, I'm sorry, his widow, rather. Um, so we definitely should have talked a little bit about her because she was such an important character for Don's growth, I believe. To just have somebody who has the unconditional love for him. She told him, I know everything about you, Dick Whitman, and I I love you. I still love you. So that was an important step, I think, is to feel that motherly, you know, maternal love that he'd never experienced as a, as a boy or even an adult. Um, so anyway, I would, I would type her as an ENFP7. And I don't think there's a lot more to say, except that it was pretty heartbreaking seeing his pain when she passed away. And uh, anyway, that's it. Enjoy the show. And if you have any comments, please uh, email at realquacks at gmail.com. And that's with two E's, like film reel, real quacks. Have a good one. Well, hello there. It's been a minute, but um, we've been watching a lot of shows. And too many. Too many and talking about the Enneagram and Myersburg way too much. So this is Ivy and this is Luna. And we're gonna talk about Mad Men. The soul's messed up. But it's also historic and iconic. It is. And uh, I don't know why it took me so long to get started on it. It was I yeah. saw the like icon for a long time, but it just didn't for some reason, I didn't go towards it, but I, like, I should have gravitated towards it right yeah. away. The only reason I watched it was because you told me it was good. Yeah, I, I think it was John Hamm. I don't know. I put it all together that I should watch it, and I'm glad I did, um, even though it was pretty brutal at times. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But even the parts where it was brutal, I feel like I was informed, like, okay, this was the era... And I feel like I used to feel that, oh, I could live in the 60s and I could, like, I feel like that was the era that I was my calling. But now after watching that show, I'm like, maybe the 70s is better. Yeah, I definitely think the 70s, I would have survived and not been killed as easily. But yeah. my my father and mom grew up in the 60s and um, the way my father describes it, it sounded so much like that. Just the constant boozing, all the smoking, chain smoking. Yeah. Um, although he didn't grow up in New York, he grew up in L.A. in the Bay Area, but still. Um, so, that show is deep. Like, there's layers to it. Like, it's not just taken at face value. You can't just take it at face value. Yeah. I think there definitely, there's a lot of messages that are, um, their directors and producers are trying to get through. Yeah, they're definitely trying to send things um and it's really i i read a little bit about it and the creator basically said it's a feminist show first and foremost mm. which is interesting yeah because it's told from you know 
Don Draper's perspective, but you kind of see how much things have changed and yet how in some ways things have not changed that much. But I also think like there's a lot of honesty in the show. Like it didn't try to sugarcoat anything that was going on during that time, especially the gender inequalities and things like that. Mm-hmm. It wasn't trying to sugarcoat it. I feel like it was bringing light to it. Mm-hmm. And it and especially like the historic events that had happened, I think it was just um I feel like it was just bringing light to so much and you were able to make so many connections like, oh, shoot, like this is how it was. But like, has it really changed that much? Right. You can see, though, how desensitized our generations are to violence. Yeah. Like, even though you and I are different ages, like, I mean, as angry as I get when I watch the news, the way that they reacted to like JFK's killing. Or and- the plane crash that happened when... Sometimes, like, even if I see a plane crash, I'm like, oh, shoot, that's crazy. But or too bad for those people. Yeah, like, you think but that for their a whole world was stopped, like, yeah. because of that plane crash. Like, everybody right. was just in shock around it. And when things happen now, it's like, yeah, we acknowledge and we see it, but nobody's stopping their work day to go and, like... Yeah, just- I mean, 9-11, I do remember everything shut down for a minute. But that like, was a huge event. Yeah. But even like the current things but that like are happening. Five, six thousand people died. I don't remember the number. Yeah. But um yeah. Anyways, it's it's a pretty it's a pretty important show, I think. And you know, it's not for the faint of heart. It's it Don Draper is really you know, if you have any triggers regarding infidelity or things like that, like it's not the show for you. But um <clears throat> should we get into the characters? Yeah. All right. Let's obviously start with Don, a.k.a. Dick. Yeah. Who is literally named after Dick. <laughs> I can say, I can say that. Yeah. Um, what's his type, you think? Anyram, he's an 8 for sure. Yeah. Definitely like a 9 wing, huh? Because um, he kind of tries to avoid a lot of conflict. Like yeah. He, yeah, I can He see wants that. to kind of... Like decent, like he wants to become um, numb. Yeah. Like he wants to hide. Yeah, I don't really see him having a strong seven wing. I mean, yeah. I can see it in some areas, but I think yeah, that's his fun loving crate. Like I think like his gluttonous side. Mm-hmm. Um, but like yeah, all the women, definitely, definitely an eight. But I would say he's an intuitive. He's got to be an ENTJ. Mm-hmm. Um, because he's so forward thinking, he's not into like tradition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He doesn't like being shackled by the past. Obviously, I mean that's his whole point of his existence is yeah. to create something new, <laughs> to create a new identity, right? And uh, he is very his his ability to see forward into new trends is pretty profound, and also for him to be able to see gifts in people, pretty. I mean, he didn't. He didn't see Peggy. He didn't peg Peggy <laughs> as like a <laughs> as somebody who was gifted. I mean, he was quickly overlooked her. But once he kind of got the hint that she was artistic or creative, he he saw it through. Like mm-hmm. he encouraged it. Yeah. Even if he wasn't always nice to her about it. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Uh. His, his, like, his whole upbringing was so crazy of just, like, how... I mean, obviously, spoiler alert. You better watch the whole show before you listen any further. 
But just the fact that, like, he had his first, like, sexual experiences, even if they were abuse, from a prostitute who nurtured him, but yet abused him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it really, you can see how it shaped his... But I think, like, his, like, throughout the show, like, his transition to accepting who he is and, like, finally, like, accepting, I guess, like, the trauma or, like, I I guess, like, being validating to himself in some sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's just part of the journey of the show. Like, so you slowly get to see, you see this guy initially who's super not a not dick but is a dick mm-hmm. um and then he transitions you kind of see like this guilt he goes through in this like struggle and then you kind of see this struggle between himself dawn and then himself dick and finally like coming together yeah coming together and embracing his past while moving forward yeah so. he's like uh what's the word like synthesizing these two people like, I think that was a struggle of the whole show is, like, going back and forth between these. Like, Dick mm-hmm. was, like, the little inner child that mm-hmm. he couldn't, wouldn't refuse to acknowledge. Mm-hmm. And then Don Draper's, like, this narcissistic facade that he had to maintain. Yeah. But, like, he had that needy side to him, like, always needed more validation. Right? Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't, it's hard to, it's hard it's to import- distinguish where, where one ends and the other begins. Yeah. I think it's an important moment to talk about is the one where he was, um, he was in the bathroom when Sally came oh, in yeah. and, um, do you remember what season that was in? No, but I want to say season three is when he was having the affair with the, the, um, no, it was actually season two. I believe it was with, he was having an affair with Bobby, the, yeah. the comedian's wife. Yeah. And she had said, I won't talk. Yeah. I won't talk. Because he, prior to that, he was being super controlling over um, the woman he was having an affair with and telling her not to talk. And then she came, and then Sally came into the bathroom and he, she said, like, I won't talk. She just wanted to watch him shave. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and just him hearing his daughter utter those same words made him realize this wasn't a different person last night. This was him. Mm-hmm. And that... I think really he was seeing his little girl with this innocent voice and this innocent little face, recognizing that she could have been that, she can be that woman one day. I I saw it like that, where he was recognizing like he was dehumanizing someone who used to be a little girl. I don't know. Maybe I'm... I agree, but I also think that to an extent he was viewing himself as someone innocent and... um, and young still inside of himself as well yeah it's like his his guilt hit him yeah through her and it's interesting that she's the one who really brings about his change when she sees him with the neighbor in the in the final season yeah or the last i think it was six season six that she sees him having the affair and it's like sally is really a mirror for him Mm mm-hmm We'll she, get, I think she's really, like, one of my favorite characters. Me, too, show. because she, she calls people on their crap. Yeah. And she doesn't let his, her parents get away with stuff. Mm-hmm. Once she really becomes a fully formed person. Yeah. <clears throat> but I think for him, one of his turning points, of course, was his daughter catching him. But I believe that was after that. He had that Valentine's Day thing with her where she was kind of stuck and he had to pick her up. And, like, they went to a restaurant and they kind of reconnected. And then, and then when <clears throat> she, he dropped her off at school, she said, I love you. That's right, yeah. And it was like a Valentine's that. Day thing, and it was kind of like, 
you could see that that just meant everything to him. Yeah. Because he never got that motherly love and he never mm-hmm. got like the female stamp of approval mm-hmm. that you're not a monster, you're not a horrible person cuz his his stepmom or his like yeah, I guess she was a stepmom like treated him like he was a monster. Mhm. Because I mean, because he, he of where baby. he came yeah, from. Yeah, he was this baby that came from her husband having an affair with a like a whore, mm-hmm. you know, for lack of a better term. But um, yeah, so I think Sally was kind of almost like his conscience. Yeah, she served as a human like form of his conscience. Yeah, he like needed her approval unknowingly. Yeah, and when he got, I think he wanted to become a better man for her. Also, yeah, um, I agree. And, you know, by him becoming a better man for her, it leaves more hope for her to choose a good guy one day. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, th- he's, he's just a fascinating character. And just the way he... It's interesting because he sees certain women as equals. Like, I think the one woman he really saw as an equal was that woman, Rachel, at the very beginning, that Jewish woman who yeah. owned that store. And I think one of the reasons why is I believe she was also an eight and ENTJ. They were very similar, but she was much more healthy and grounded and knew who she was. Yeah. And what she wanted. And she almost went along with him on his little fantasy. And then she called him on it when he remember he wanted to like run away with her. And she was like, are you kidding? You're just going to leave your family. Like, who are you? What kind of man are you? But I think that he, you see her come back in the final season where she's, he knows she's dead and he's kind of haunted by her. And I feel like she's the female counterpart of him and like the healthier version of him. Yeah, I could see that. I feel like she's one of the only females in the show he truly has respect for. Her, I would say, Joni and Peggy. Yeah. And his daughter. But I don't think he initially had respect for Peggy. No, for sure I think that came later. Right. Um... But yeah, did you Joan, know? Definitely. Did you know that? I mean, we're getting into Peggy territory, but did you know that Peggy is considered to be a motherly figure for him in the show? I think you've told me that, yeah. Yeah, but I, I, I don't think that comes, of course, until much later. Yeah. <clears throat> but you can kind of like see maybe. That. Um, I'm trying to remember the specifics of the scene. But when he was in his office and he was drunk and, like, he had Peggy stay there with him. Yeah, and that one woman was dying, his uh, Don Draper, the real Don Draper's wife. Yeah. Or had just died. Yeah. Yeah, and he needed comfort and she was there for him. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can see a little bit of it there. Um, He's he's such a, John Hamm's such an interesting character because he is the, the actor himself because he, just like Bryan Cranston in... Breaking Bad. Is he's it? primarily a comedy actor. Yeah, he's he's he does comedy brilliantly. And that's interesting. Yeah, and that's um, what they went for with Brian Cranston for Breaking Bad. Is that like uh, I guess Vince Gilligan, the writer, knew that comedy equaled good actor. Yeah, and, and people don't like it's like Adam Sandler. He does brilliant drama. Mm-hmm. You know, people who aren't into his comedy, like you can't deny he's a fantastic actor. Isn't yeah. that interesting? It's kind th- of, it makes you almost, like, versatile when you have Because you're vulnerable when yeah. you're making jokes and you're allowing yourself to be made fun of also. That's right, yeah. Like, you're really being naked in front of the whole world. So, like, yeah. to, be, to do drama is not as big a deal. Um, sh- are we done with Don? Yeah, I think that wraps up Don pretty much. 
Um, do you want to keep going for now? Or are we going to take a break? Um, yeah, we can keep going. Okay, who should we move into next? I kind of want to move into Roger. Oh, okay. Roger. That, he's one of my favorite characters. And at the very beginning, like the first season, I wasn't feeling him as much because he yeah. was so narcissistic. Like he was so self-absorbed and selfish. Like I didn't feel him until he did LSD. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then I, I was like, all right, you cool. He definitely, I think the second or third season, he started, I started, but okay, I do not own him when he had black, did blackface. He's on his own on that one. <laughs> but yeah, he's definitely a seven. Yeah, he's a seven majorly. I would say with a strong eight wing, but he has his moments of the six wing. Yeah. Um, when he's like really insecure and he's like, take care of me, I'm scared. Like he has those moments with women. Mm-hmm. I remember that lady, uh, Megan's mom's like, I'm, I do not make me your mother. And he was like, well, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, definitely a seven hundred percent. And it's, it's uncomfortable mm-hmm. because through him, you can see how sevens, how self, like self not absorbed but yeah i guess that's the word it's just like we're self-interested mm-hmm. and we want ours yeah and i would say i think he's an entp i don't mm. know i want to say an, no he might be a censor i'm not i'm not sure of his myers-briggs he's might be a censor yeah i think he's a censor yeah he's probably an esfp something yeah he's he just gives me like, I relate to him so much, even though I'm an ENFP, but, like, um, he makes me feel personally attacked sometimes when I see him on screen, because I'm like, gosh, that's how I like, come across. I don't think I necessarily feel that way, but there are certain areas where I'm like, oh, yeah, I, I definitely yeah. could see myself doing that. Because yeah. I've learned to, like, kind of become more assertive, like, I can kind of see where I could be like him sometimes. Mm-hmm. I mean, I for sure don't have the luxuries he has, and I have a lot more ethics than him, obviously. But, like, um, you know one thing that really touched me about him was when he went after his daughter in that sexual, like, yeah. commune freaking cult she was in, and he decided to try to get on even footing with her for a while, like, a couple days or a day or two, and just was like, I feel you. I can see the appeal of this. This is cool, but he kind of kept her protected for that little time he was there, and he was like, let's go, and she's like, no. And he's like, how could you leave your kid? And she's like, how did you leave me? Mm-hmm. And she was like, was it that hard? It wasn't, was I think it? also there you've seen this double standard that was being questioned during that time because this was already like towards the end seasons where it was getting closer to the 70s where mm-hmm. – women were kind of like okay you expect this of us and actually like we're gonna show you that we're not that different which right. um i think she was trying to prove when she was ta- like talking that way like my dad left me what makes me not be able to leave and have freedom mm-hmm. just because i'm a woman yeah um even though obviously like i don't personally agree with her choice i can see um you can see the can, desire yeah. to leave everything and go do exactly. whatever you want to do. Yeah. And he did too. And that's why he had to walk away. Like he just yeah. couldn't win. He tried to like literally grab her and take her. And She's like not really a significant character. But what type yeah. do you think his um, ex-wife was? His baby I don't mom. know. She was a very strong character. Mm-hmm. Like she didn't really take his crap. And when he left her, she handled it like a, like she handled it, you know? Mm-hmm. 
Um, hold on, let me see if we're still recording. Um, I don't know. I think she might be, um, she almost gives me eight vibes, but I don't think she is an eight. I know, I, counterphobic sex. She's not fearful. She doesn't walk around with, like, anxiety. Like, she was very sure of herself. Maybe a three? Yeah, I don't know. She's a very interesting character. Yeah, but I feel like we don't see that much of her, honestly. No, so it's hard enough to, like, it's hard yeah. to analyze her. But, like, but their daughter, I think she comes across very much as, like, a four. Yeah. I mean, that's getting into her. But, like, I think my favorite, my favorite moment, Roger just was, like, the lightness that the show needed, like, his jokes. Mm-hmm. I love when Pete comes up to him and uh, Don. It was, like, one of the very first episodes, and he's, like, hey, you guys are going to, like, he's, like, kind of, like, hey, what y'all talking about? Or, like, you guys going to make plans without me? And then and then uh, Roger's all, yeah, we we talk and make plans without you all the time. We'll see you later. <laughs> and he, like, called him something like Paul. Like, see you later, Paul, like, on purpose, just to, yeah. like, be like, you ain't nobody to us. <laughs> I'm glad. That's stupid. Really. I know. <laughs> we'll get to him. But um, Roger, my favorite by far Roger moment was one of the very last episodes when him and Peggy were left in the office. And they and got she's drunk. roller skating. Yeah, they got, like, drunk off their What vermouth. did she say to him? Like, are you too? Are you, he goes, are you, are you desperate enough to drink vermouth? And he said, I'm afraid I am. <laughs> um, anyways. So, Roger, Roger's awesome. What do you make of his relationship with Joni? Joan? I... I don't know. I think that maybe in another time, they could have been... Something, huh? Something. But I also respect her for not getting involved with him because i feel like he gave her the open like she could have been with him right yeah i definitely like he wanted her and i think that they could have been together if she chose that but i also see i could also see how that could have ended disastrous for her and she's she's a man child yes um and she's such a strong character that she really just doesn't need to be taking care of anybody mm-hmm. except obviously her son but right. um i think she just deserves better than Roger probably and i mean let's be honest like he probably would have never been faithful to her that's true mm-hmm. and, and i and she knew that yeah and um and not just like i, I think a woman like Joni could turn, especially of that period that she comes from, could turn a blind eye to, un, you know, a little a little bit of a side dish. But the fact is, you know that Roger would be like, he'd, happily, he'd be able to lie about it and he'd be able to... And I also think I just that, realized he's an ESTP. <laughs> and I al- but I also think that she recognized that he would feel trapped in Definitely. some kind of she relationship. Knew, he's like a wild bird. Remember, exactly. he, remember he got her that bird cage one time when they were mm-hmm. it showed them early on? Yeah, that's right. And he was just like, Why can't you be a little bird for me? Like he yeah. was happy to have a bird, but he can't you can't you can't cage Roger. Yeah. And I, I remember hearing He didn't want to be in that cage with her. No. And she recognized that and she she was okay with it. She knew when to let him go. Yeah. To that's, be like, that's okay, a good point. Like that's like this is our time. But, he's and, still but had she had in- to be the uh, one to do it. Yeah. Like, he wouldn't do it. Yeah. And, and he still had that entitlement to her. 
And yeah. she had to set him straight several times. Um, what was I going to talk about about that bird cage with him? Oh, I forgot. I lost my point. Oh. Remember when um, she was that guy? I forget what his name was. And he was like gay and then came with her. To oh, the, yeah. I, yeah. Was a, I forget his name. Um, he drove me crazy. Yeah. Well, remember he um, was around before he had like proposed or anything. And Roger was kind of like, what are you doing here? Yeah, because, like, because that's, cause yeah. cause that's, like, his property to him. Yeah. Like, that's my son. That's my girl. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and she kind of was just like, you don't, like, have any say here. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I can be with whoever I want. Yeah. Um, and um, the way he kind of came to realize that he was done with his secretary wife was... Like, un- okay, it was messed up, but as a seven, it's hella relatable. When Megan was singing, why don't you sing like that? Why don't you look <laughs> like him? <laughs> but you know what I'm talking about? When he came to that, like, acid, the LSD realization that he didn't want to be with her anymore? Yeah. When they were on, like, the bathroom floor or something, and mm-hmm. then he, and, and, and she thinks that they're just having, like, a moment of connection, and he's like, great, let's break up yeah and then it's all over and then the next day he's like okay so we agreed to this we're breaking up and then she's like what are you talking about no and she's like what i thought that was just like a moment he's like no and then he buys her that new place and then they do it there he like takes like and then she's like now you have to buy me another no no she's like you just ruined this place for me and he's like sorry bye it's like you can see how like people just don't like seven sometimes because we're just like not we're fine we're gonna leave now we leave people with the mess <laughs> you're like i'm not owning that <laughs> yeah i'm not <laughs> i can see how i've broken hearts in the past and i was not even thinking about it yeah because it didn't they, they didn't register they weren't on my register you know what i mean they weren't on my radar you know you've been there I know, but I just, it's so unimportant that I don't even remember. But that I, I, I'm just like, but that's okay, my whatever. point. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe like, look, there's somebody who's like, hi. Hi. Oops, hold on. Hold on. We're recording a podcast. Oh, you We were talking yeah. about Mad Men. Oh, yeah. Oh, really? Uh huh. Oh, I'd like to hear it. Oh, man. I think we, I think we can let her hear it. Yeah, I mean, well, it's, it's like 20 minutes long already. We've only we're talked only about talking two about, characters. We're only talking about Roger and, and Don. Oh, yeah. Well, I did it. I did. The, mo- the main guys. Yeah. yeah. There's so many people on that show that there's Pete and, and then Joan there's like, and Peggy. But then there's like side people too, like the wife, the first wife of Roger. And then there's like, it's just like people yeah. that are on the side. Like, like all, Pete's wife. Yeah, Pete's wife. And then Trudy. And then um, what's her like all the side pieces of John, like yeah, we won't get into all his side pieces. They're yeah. not worth mentioning. All his girls on the side. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, <laughs> Peggy is what? Uh, three. Yeah, she's definitely three. I think she's an ENTJ. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. I'm just still thinking about the the vodka in my throat. <laughs> It's killing all the little <laughs> Celia in there, all the little hairs. Um, um, yeah, she's a really interesting character because I've re- I've started rewatching the season, like all of it, mm-hmm. and just the transformation she had is really something. the The writer says that Peggy is the new woman of that era. Yeah, she re- I remember yeah. hearing that that um, she is 
supposed to be like progressive and then i know we're not talking about betty but then betty is like the opposite right. of her where she's just like stuck, stuck in the past right mm-hmm. and um peggy went in the very in the first season She's she's kind of going along a little bit with Joni being like, you need to be hot. That's how you make it around here. Mm-hmm. Just let the guys buy you lunch. Let them smack your butt a little. You know, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. And she wasn't for it, mm-hmm. really. Um, she she actually, the, the writers, the writer, Matt Wiener, whatever. Anyways, he said that she gained weight on purpose, even though now we know, of course, she was pregnant. Mm-hmm. But she was also, like, trying to gain weight, Um, according to him. Peggy was or the actress? No, no, Peggy was. She actually had to wear, I think, like, prosthetics for that. She had to wear, like, like padded things under the Mm -hmm. costume. Um, And and I think even, like, a neck. But she, the character, wanted to become the anti-Joan. Mm-hmm. She didn't want to get it was ahead kind of that like way. Her, yeah, it was like kind of her standing up for this other way. But it's interesting because if you think about threes, they have this image of like what they want to be. And I think that typically when a woman would come into the office, they would all want to be Joan. But Peggy came in. Because Joan's she, another three, I think. Yeah. But Peggy came in with the idea of wanting to be Dawn. So like right. to be Dawn, she couldn't have this perception or mm-hmm. she couldn't be what Joan was trying to form her to be. And I think that, you know, when, when she had that lipstick account that she did, uh-huh. I think that lit the fire under her butt. Like, yeah. she realized, like, I could do something. Yeah. Um, because pro- she was still thin at that point. Mm-hmm. And I think at that, like, then she started getting a taste of what it could be to be, like, to have a creative mm-hmm. type of job. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, she just didn't want to get ahead by her looks. Yeah. Because she was, like... She was, uh, Joni was, Joan was also putting her down a lot and being yeah. like, you're not all that. Like, you should. Do you think that Joan was at all threatened by Peggy? Um, I think so because she recognized that. I think she started to become threatened yeah, by her. I and agree. that's why she put her down sometimes, mm-hmm. like about her physical, physical, mm-hmm. like, like you need to stop dressing like a little girl. And yeah. actually, what she said to her was right on though. Yeah. She's like, you want to be taken seriously, stop looking like a little girl. Yeah. I mean, that wasn't bad advice. But but in other places, she's also said to her, like, how long do you think you're going to be attractive for? Like, why don't you just accept, like, like enjoy it? Like, yeah. You, like, own it. Like, dress up a little bit. Yeah. Do you think that... I kind of feel that maybe that's just Joan's own vanity also. Like, that's the way that she's viewing the world. So she's also putting that a little bit on Peggy. And that's how it was back then. Like, a woman in the workplace, like, you were not expected to go further. Yeah, you were objectified. Yeah. And that's what you were there for. And a lot of women were okay with that. Like, Joan is of that, like, that the woman that comes right before the generation of Peggy. Yeah. And we see her kind of emulate Peggy in wanting to have more ambition as well. Like in ways she started to get really resentful of being objectified over mm-hmm. time. Like she got tired of it. Yeah. She, she became progressive, but she became progressive later than Peggy. I can't think yeah. Peggy kind of set the tone of what it means to be um, progressive in the workplace. And then, and to be respected jo- for who you are, not how big your tits are. Or, yeah. And then Joan kind of followed suit. Yeah. She, 
she was a bit of a late bloomer with that. Mm-hmm. But um, the the writer does also say, or I should say the creator, he does say that Peggy is very similar to Dawn. Yes. Like, that they, that they know that about each other. Mm-hmm. And there are parts where he does get... At first, he's very dismissive of her, but then when he starts to recognize that she has talent, there's even times where he maybe is also threatened by her. Possibly, Not yeah. threatened or at least wants to keep her in her place. Well, I think that there was a, a turning point where Peggy was kind of like his... Um, how do you protégé. say his protege and then there was a point where she realized like she had to pass him um to be able to progress and then there was like that kind of like oh not competition but in a sense like he had to be like okay like you've kind of I've kind of like taught you all I can and now she made the choice to progress more and then that's when he went off on his mm-hmm. um, and then culture. remember when he had to come back and she was over him and she was yeah. like loving it yeah. And she was trying to... I think right before that was when that kind of thing happened. That shift yeah. happened, yeah. And and I remember there was one where he was trying to start his own thing and he was trying to recruit her. Remember that? Um, vaguely. And he, I think... Well, he was trying to win her over to his side for something. I can't... It's a little fuzzy. But he was like, the reason I've been so hard on you is that I see myself in you. Like, I see you as an extension of myself. That's right, yeah. And, um... And I think he was speaking the truth there. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's a, I, they have a really interesting relationship. There's, like, a, people say she's, like, kind of a, a daughter. Then I'll sometimes he's, she was, like, a mother to him. But it's interesting that the most, like, it was, like, a platonic thing. And it would imagine if they would have had them hook up, it would have just ruined everything. It, yeah, it really would have. And everybody assumed she slept with Dawn, and that's how she got so high up but i think like as the viewer knowing that she didn't you kind of almost gain like this respect for piggy and like she's because i feel that there is because you're watching this era like there is a certain respect that you give to the men in the show and then you have and then there's certain women that you have more That's respect ver- you for. know what you're right because we we do bring a lot of gender stereotypes to this show even if we are consider ourselves progressive mm-hmm like, I, I gotta say, like at first, I really did judge Peggy for a long time because of her sleeping with Pete. Like yeah. that very first night when he came to her apartment right before he got married, and I was just like, "Ew, she's gross." But what what yeah. what do you think about that? Like, is she just an when opportunist? I, I think that um, I just felt more bad for her because I felt like she was put in a position to. Like, she has this new job, there's this guy there, and he wants, and that was the time, like, you, if some higher up at your job wants to sleep with you, sleep with them, and you... See what happens? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I guess so. And then I think he also, like, played on her emotions a little bit. Yeah, he was definitely Um, very manipulative with her. Exactly, yeah, so... Rapey Pete. Gross. But she, I think that, I think that there's, we'll get to Pete, but, like, I think that there's a... Again, and I think Pete's another three. Mm-hmm. And I think that what she sees in her similarity with Dawn is now what she sees in her similarity with Pete. Because I think that Dawn's an ENTJ, like her, but he's an eight. Mm-hmm. So she has some similarities with him, and then she has a lot of similarities with Pete as well. But she's so much more secure than Pete and sure of herself. Yeah. 
but but there's something in each other that they I think there's like a narcissistic attraction that they both I agree. they they see the ambition that they both have. Yes, I agree. Um because even later on I feel that she still had like some kind of like attraction to Pete. Definitely. And it him. seems like they could have been like a crazy powerful couple. But he was like if he would have been a healthy person. Yeah, he's too gross. And and she she wasn't very healthy either. I mean she, this is, I mean, this, this podcast is not really, like, we can't break it all down. This show is deep. Like, the, the way she, she wouldn't even look at her baby. Yeah. You know, like, she's just got this side of her that she can turn off. Mm-hmm. Like, her heart, she could just turn her heart off when she wants. Well, even in her relationships, um, I forget who it was with. Like, she prioritized her work, and she was able to just kind of turn that relationship off. Yeah. And not prioritize it, and that was like. You mean like the dude she stabbed? Oh yeah, I forgot <laughs> she stabbed him. I remember when her apartment had rats. I felt bad for her. Yeah. That was so um, gross. Remember when he was in the ambulance? What did he tell her? He was like, "You disgust me," or something like that. Like I'm embarrassed to you, or something. He was just like, "I'm so done with you." Like he had, yeah. like, he had like a knife in his stomach from her. What do you think, what type do you think he was, real quick, since we're not going to, like, go into him too four? much detail. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe a four. Maybe that's why there was that attraction. He was, like, that, like, passionate, artistic. Yeah. Um, then she's like, never mind, you have nothing. Yeah. Anyways, um, Peggy is, I, I gotta say, okay, as much as I, like, wasn't, she's not my, I'm not going to lie, she's not my favorite character. Especially yeah, with oh, and I remember hearing that she was trying to emulate Dawn's when she was her own like boss, not her own boss, but when she had people under her. Remember how she yes, was like so demanding, and she's like, "Well, try again. Why don't you?" And she was really but trying to. Don't you feel that that was also kind of like the era, like she's trying to fill these shoes of what it is to be a man, yeah, in like it's a whole new position for her. Yeah. And maybe that... That was expected. She thought that was expected of her. Yeah, because I don't... I mean, we didn't... I don't know about you. I didn't judge Dawn for being that way. Right, right? I That's what I'm Peggy talking about. for being that way. I, ex- exactly. Because Dawn, you're just like, well, he's a man. And then you're like, what a bitch. Yeah, and... Yeah. It's so unfair. But I feel like... there. I don't know what it is. There's just something in Dawn that maybe it's my own issues... But, like, there's something in him that softens me towards him in some way, as awful as he can be. But with Peggy, I don't maybe, have that as much. Maybe it's that we know more about his trauma. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And you don't know about Peggy's upbringing. You see her relationship yeah. and dynamic with her mom and sister. And you can definitely see that she's a bit of a black sheep. Yeah, for sure. But her mom kind of... I think her mom is a very, like, she's one of those typical narcissistic moms mm-hmm. that has the kid that they pick on and the kid that they put on a pedestal. Yeah. And, and they can switch that whenever they want. And yeah. because Peggy's got this career and other things going, it's like her mom kind of kisses her butt. Mm-hmm. And the sister who's at home taking care of mom is just, like, chopped liver. Yeah. Like she, but then she swaps it, too. Does she? Yeah, when Oh, Peggy, she turns her back on her. Yeah, when Peggy doesn't want to do what the mom asks, then the mom is kind of like, never mind, like, you're the worst child ever. But that's exactly it. So like, they just take that, they tear the pedestal from under her. So I think a lot of her, um, 
she has a lot of shame. She's been shamed a lot. Mm-hmm. And you can see that her Catholic upbringing, every time they see her in church, she looks absolutely miserable. And yeah. at the beginning of the, the show, she's doing it just for her mother to keep her happy. Mm-hmm. But you could see that a lot of maybe what she does with Pete and the things that she does that aren't so ethical are probably a rebellion of this shame shaming society like culture that she was brought up in yeah and And household and probably it forced her to be the progressive character that she is right because she wanted more than what was going to be given to her yeah so she decided to take it and you you can always see that even when she's rebelling that she's doing just to taste it she just wants Mm -hmm. to try it like she's not an she's not like a an addict like dawn yeah, like when she went, there was like some underground party. Remember mm-hmm. she went to? Yeah, she just wants like I just like I just want to try marijuana. Mm-hmm. Like, and she tries, and she has a very like interesting experience, and she's done. Mm-hmm. She's probably like she might try it at a party again at some point, but she's not gonna like need. She doesn't need things to feel good about herself. It seems. Mm-hmm. I mean, the thing is, she gets her confidence from herself. Yeah, to some extent, I. But, you know, remember when, when Dawn asks her her life's dreams or something? And then she says to make an impression. I want to, like, create a catchphrase. I want to be remembered for something like that. And he's like, she's like, I want to get, basically she's saying I want to get fulfilled for my job. He's like in advertising. And he kind of, like, makes fun of her a little bit for it. Like, you think you're going to get any fulfillment from this? But she's like, why don't you tell me your dreams and I'll crap all over them. For her, that really is her ambitions, is to, like, make a dent. And you can really see the three there as the ambition to, like, I want to make my mark in this industry. Yeah. You know? Anyways, I think I'm done on Peg. You two? Yeah. Um, Pete? I know. Mm. You think? I think because he's another major character. Yeah. Pete. And then we can do Joan. Yeah, I'll do Joan. And then Betty. There's so many people. I know. Um, but Pete, it's again, I know that it's like he's so easy to hate. But then they say that we're all kind of Pete. Well, like, I, I think he's the more relatable. Like, we look at Don and we're like, oh, yeah, because he's so suave and handsome and cool and tall. Mm-hmm. Like, Pete's all these things that Don isn't. Yeah. But he's trying to be that. Yeah. And he's relatable in that he, he, he's always messing. He's clumsy. Like, he screws up. Like, he's, he loses his temper. <laughs> like, you know, he falls downstairs. Yeah. You know, like, you know what I'm talking <laughs> but about? But it's, like, almost perfect because he's such a crappy person. He is. But, you know, I'm not. And I'm, I mean, he's, he's rapey Pete. That's what people call him for a reason. Mm-hmm. But, uh, again, I am not trying to play devil's advocate or make excuses for the guy. But, again, it's a different era. Yeah. And, like, we can judge him according to our standards now. But back then, consent was not a thing. <laughs> I mean, okay, even so, but he was also, like, <laughs> like cheating on his wife. And then, yeah. like, the lady came But so over did Don. And, and yeah, we, that's true. Um, and Roger, and we still love him. And um, Pete is, like, because he fails so horribly at being the man... <laughs> We all get to point and laugh at him. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's (laughs) true. But, like, I might know my favorite parts with him. I think I already said it as a part about 
Rogers, just like when Roger likes to cut Pete down, like they have a little competition between them sometimes, and he's like, um, no, we, he's like, did I miss something? He's like, no, we talk, we talk all the time without you. Yeah. And he's like, see you later, Paul. <laughs> no. <laughs> that's like the, he knows that's like the worst thing you could do to him. I remember when, when oh, what was his name? Oh, gosh. The guy who killed himself. Like British guy. And now I'm blanking on his I'm name. I'm like, Nigel? Yeah, what? it sounds right. It's not Nigel. I, I love him. What's wrong with me? Whatever, when he's like, you grimy little pimp. Remember when he, like, <laughs> when he, like knocks him out? Yeah, that was hilarious. He, like, rolls his sleeve. Like, then like, he's, hey. like, waiting for somebody to come and save him. He's like, yeah. is anybody going to stop this? And like, everyone, no. Like, everyone, like, wanted, everyone wanted to see that for years. Including the viewers, though. Yeah, I we were like, like, punch that whole... We are like, nobody oh. stop it. I think, right. I think because... But, you know, okay, like, again, not to excuse him, but when you see his relationship with his father you kind of get a bigger picture of Pete is that he's always trying to prove himself to himself. Uh His dad's never accepted him for who, like his ambitions, whatever he wants to do. Uh And then when his dad dies, he can't even cry. Uh Or he's like, what am I supposed to do? He like asked Don, like, am I supposed to cry? Like, am I going to cry? Like he just is just, and he uses his father's death to try to get this new airline. Mm-hmm. That's right. And at first he was uncomfortable with it. He's like, you know, screw it. He goes, like, you know, my father died on that plane. I want your account. Like, it's like a, you can't, I mean, it's pretty genius. Yeah. But it didn't even work. Like, I think it scared him <laughs> off. You know what I mean? But, like, he was willing to, like, exploit uh... the death of his father. Because his father meant, I think, so little to him. He didn't know him. Yeah. Anyways, it, then you see his relationship with his mother, and it's just like, man, this guy grew up completely emotionally, horrendously neglected. Yeah. And invalidated and, and shamed and all these things that are horrible. So he grew up to have this little man complex. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, you could look at someone, like, not everyone handles it the way he did. But I guess because he makes this kind of full circle... Where he mm-hmm. makes up with his wife, he humbles himself, they try again, he decides to leave all the glamour of New York behind and go live in Omaha, or whatever it was, Kansas just to have a simple there. life with his wife. Like, you can kind of see, like, he just, he finally grew up. Yeah. Um, we watched him grow up. <laughs> yeah, it's true. And I think, like, also in the show, it's, it's hard to think, like, these guys are young. Like, they're young guys this, because... Yeah, in the beginning of the show, he's, like, 22 or something. Yeah, it's maybe, not... Maybe a little older. It's not typical to have people like that in the workplace now because people go to college. Yeah, they, yeah, it's true. It's a like longer period is, of time before yeah. you are established, like, how they were sort of established in the show. You know, it kind of reminds me, again, that if we had seen Don push himself sexually on his neighbor without her really being on board completely... Number one, she would have gone for it. Number two, <laughs> we wouldn't have judged her to go for it. We wouldn't have judged him because we... He, it's almost like when a guy who knows he can get it goes and gets it. The audience is just like, yeah, well, that's just his, his prerogative. But then when Pete does it, like, this little nasty fool. Like, he's so gross. And he is gross. He and is, And, and yeah. Don is disgusting. Yeah. I mean, um, but, like, we, we judge Pete so much harshly. Harsher. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. 
So he's kind of like the who we all are in a way. I I don't I don't completely relate to him, but I have moments where I it's painful to watch him just wanting to be accepted and you know what I mean? Yeah. He just wants like like people to acknowledge him. And he does work hard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 And he and he does he's very valuable. Mm-hmm. There's a reason they never let him go. Not well, just Well, the first initially they didn't let him go because of his name. Right. And then he went on to prove himself that he was a valuable asset yeah. aside from his name. Right. Um anyways, it's interesting. Okay, so should we move on now? Yeah, let's move on to Joan. Okay, Joan. Did, I, wait, did oh we did talk about the Pete's type. Yeah. Pizza's three. And I would say he's an ESTJ. He's definitely not an intuitive. I think that he's yeah. kind of, um, he's more of a traditionalist in a lot of ways. But, mm-hmm. but, but he's, anyways, all right. So I think we got another three in Joan, I think. I agree. Because I agree she's very assertive, but she is not interested in dominating others. Mm-hmm. Like an eight might be. Yes. Or not being dominated. She's fine with that. Yeah. And it's sad to see that in full effect when she's, like, raped by her Oh, yeah. Fiance. That was, like, the worst. And I she married him anyway. Yeah. Um, Why do you think that is? Do you think she felt trapped in, in just making that commitment? She had already told people that she was going to marry him. What, why do you think that she I think it was very him? much about keeping face. But mm-hmm. I also think that she had a strong trauma bond with him. Uh, and that, like, he... He was it for her for a long time. She tolerated a lot from that guy. Yeah. But, again, she was okay with not being the boss. And I think that the upbringing she likely had, I mean, this is the early 60s when that happened. And she's, like, 30. So she was born in the 30s. Mm-hmm. So, like, you were raised to be a lady and men are in charge. Mm-hmm. And so I really don't think that the way the rape happened to her registered as rape as much as him being too over anxious and i mean she or or overzealous i mean she wasn't happy about it at all but you could see she was because of the way she was taught to be as a woman she was able to shrug it off yeah that makes sense yeah and um but then you see her little grab for power in her affair still going on with roger yeah I mean, that was when her husband was overseas, right? Yeah. She wasn't doing it right under his nose. She did have respect for that arrangement. I think it was when he decided to go to Vietnam without consulting her, and she realized he'd, like, he'd abandoned her. And yeah. But she was just like, all right, well, I'm going to get mine. Yeah. But she's a, she's a really interesting character because she's so smart. But yet so blinded by her own, like, the cultural things that brought mm-hmm. her up. Yeah, what she views as as norms. And important. Yeah. But and I think that, uh, that, again, like, all the threes, like, they have different kind of, like, aspirations of what right. they want to be. And but I they want to be at the top of whatever that is. Exactly. And I think that hers kind of changed in the show, though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because initially I feel that her was just to be like the greatest asset like as far as like a woman in the office goes and eye candy exactly remember when they have that lipstick thing and she bends down Mm -hmm. for all the guys to see her butt yeah but i think that was also toying with roger because 
she was kind of showing him she didn't belong to him. Yeah. Because he was really mad about that. Yeah. Remember when he talked about the bird? Yeah. Gave her the bird cage. And I think that she was just showing her own... Because she's still her own woman. Mm-hmm. The the creator of the show says she's more like a sibling to Don. Yeah, that's right. That she's like a sister. Um, but do you do you think that they could have worked as a couple? No. No. Um. Well, I'm not talking about like necessarily the show. I just mean a real like if these two characters were real. Possibly, I guess. Um. I don't know. I guess. I don't think I don't see it working. I think John has too many issues to be with John. No, I I think you're right. Yeah. But the thing that caught him made him start changing was when Sally caught him. Mm-hmm. And he was confronted with the fact that this guy doing all these shady things was actually him and not some other version of him. Or that's like some, right, yeah. I think he dissociated his I mean. bad, um, his bad actions to somebody else. Yeah, that like, I to think Don he, Draper, like or instead of being Dick, Dick Whitman, Whit- right? Like, yeah. And I think that see what I think could have happened if they would have been together is Joan would have seen through all of that and called yeah. him on it and kept him accountable. But still, she she's kind of a perfect mix of old world and new. Mm-hmm. Because she she's able to adapt. Yeah, I, I would definitely say she's probably the, his same type too, an ENTJ, mm-hmm. and like she's able to adapt, but she's also respects the old ways. Or she's, I, but I almost feel like they're a little too similar to be yeah. compatible. You're, you're probably right. Um, he needs somebody. He probably needs somebody he can really dominate mm-hmm. to feel yeah. safe mm-hmm. or to feel attracted to them. Yes. Because she's just too strong for him. He I likes agree. broken women. Yeah. <laughs> That's what's hot to him. <laughs> Actually. I mean, well. Never mind. The, what is it? <laughs> well, like his first ever was like a prostitute. Right, 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 right. Broken. So yeah. I, and then his That's, mom was too. So I feel like he's just used to broken people in general. Yeah. I I think that she and Roger could have been good but he's just too childish for her ultimately yeah i think they had like a strong love for each other like admiration almost Mm -hmm. and like what do you think about the guy in the end who the older guy and remember she was doing like coke with him yeah i did not like him yeah i thought he was kind of represented like a dark road for her um because she she shocked me when she offered... See, this just kind of shows me that she has an attraction to uh, abusive men. Because mm-hmm. he wasn't on board with taking on her son. Yeah, that's right. And she was willing to send her son to school. And he was only four. And he was like, no. Wasn't the guy the one that Yeah, said he no? was like, no, I'll, I'll leave. You know, we'll, we'll date each other here. I'll accept your son and your mom. He made it. He made an exception, basically, in his little life plan. Yeah. But the fact that she was willing to give up her son mm-hmm. for him, 
I remember that. I think that was a low place for her, a weak place for her. It doesn't, mm-hmm. but I, I, I can't, I don't know if she would have actually done it. The fact that she even offered it was kind of a shock to me, but yeah, it also goes along with her character of like giving up everything for the right man. That's right, yeah. I think, I don't know. Um, I was kind of glad when she let him go. Yeah, I was too. I don't want to see, nobody wants to see her doing coke. You know what I mean? Like, she's just not, like, the last person you want to see do that. But I think it's also telling to, like, a line that a lot of women went down in that time. That's like, true. Like, end of the 60s, like, some women chose to go down that path of being with, like, doing drugs and living that kind of lifestyle. And then some women chose to choose a different path. Yeah, and she like just loved working being, too much. Yeah, being entrepreneurs. And- I think working is her love, the love of her life. Mm-hmm. She yeah. she when her when her first husband kept telling her like no you're gonna stay home and take care of me she was like says who yeah she was like I never said I was gonna do that like she there's areas where she won't budge mm-hmm. like go ahead and rape me but I'm still gonna work <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't make jokes when about she that. was working in the um, dress, dress shop, store like oh, I just felt like she was too good for that she was it I was mean, so she, frustrating yeah. for me to like be like oh she's working there yeah. But I was really happy for her when they moved to that new company and she took her money and left. Mm-hmm. Because it was really like, if you're not going to respect this woman and you're just going to see her as a piece of, like, a piece of meat, mm-hmm. then, then nobody deserves her. Because yeah. she did want to be seen for more than that. I agree. Yeah. So, is there more to her? Probably, but I can't think of anything. Yeah. All these characters, I feel like, have so many There's so much. I mean, there's so many, too, so we can't, like, talk about, like, that deep. But should we go to Betty? Yeah. Yeah. Betty. Betty's kind of rough. I feel like Betty's a six. Yeah, she seems like a six. Or sometimes she's very... She's a tough one to nail. Yeah, because sometimes she's kind of two-ish, huh? Yeah, and sometimes she's very nine-ish. Mm-hmm. But six and nine do have that connection. Right, right, so. right. I think she might be a six because she's, but for like a long, because in stress she becomes very arrogant mm-hmm. and, and proud. And like she puts her nose in the air. And, yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I think that sixes can kind of look a little two-ish when. They have a fawning aspect yes, to them. Yes, exactly. It's like yeah. more of a fawn instead of, yeah. Because I would say she's an ISFJ, mm-hmm. um, where they don't have the, they don't always have the greatest sense of self, like of what they want. They kind of yeah. go with what other people want, and 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 I've judged her pretty harshly in watching the show, mm-hmm. but it again because because of gender stereotypes maybe and all that. I and and I mean, but I watched like and rewatching the first season and now the second. She really did try with Don. Yeah. And he broke her heart over and over. I think the reason that I judge Betty so harshly is because she's such a crappy mom. But but she wasn't such a crappy mom until she started to really crack. And I'm not saying that's okay. But I started mm-hmm. to watch it cuz yeah. then the, she was softer with her kids, mm-hmm. much softer. And yeah. um she still had that little side to her, like, go right upstairs and put that away now. But she was not nasty until her marriage to him started to break down a lot more. Yeah. And she well, took Well, but it- even in the very first episode, or was it the first episode? Oh, no, maybe it was the second one. 
right? When um they were planning like that little party and then um Sally came downstairs, she had that plastic bag over yeah, her head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like, um, Go take that that you're she was like, You're gonna yeah. be a very sorry girl if my dress is on the floor. Yeah, like her priority was the yeah. dress and not even Yeah, but that wasn't even thought to be a danger then. That's true. Uh, it was uh there's so many things we take for granted. That's one of the jokes of the show is like mm-hmm. that's the kind of crap people were you yeah. Know, yeah, you're right. But she didn't consider it as a threat or a danger. But I, 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 I noticed that there's a lot more tenderness toward her children in the beginning. Mm, yeah. And I almost thought like as I watched it the first time, like maybe the writers made her more mean to make us dislike her more and all that. But I really think it was just her her reacting to her and I'm not excusing it, to her whole world falling apart. Yeah. Her perfect little marriage to this perfect looking man in this nice little house with the two one girl and one boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. And and she because of her own narcissistic mother bringing her up, those patterns are going to continue. Yeah. Um. Doesn't seem like Sally will continue them. Hopefully. Yeah. Who knows though? I don't think she will. Let's hope not. But um, Betty is very complicated. I I I can't. You can't help but think of her as being a little bit dumb. Mm-hmm. But in watching it again, I see she's not dumb as much as she was never given the tools she needed to be to make smart, to be savvy. Yeah. And I think women back then were just taught to turn a blind eye to their husbands' infidelities. Yeah. She was living in a lot of denial of them for a while. So her friend came crying because she found her husband was cheating. And she's like, how do you deal with it? And she was like, deal with what are you talking about? She didn't know what she was talking about. She's like, how? Mm-hmm. And her friend's like, oh, crap. Like, everybody knew John, Don's cheating. Yeah. Or assumed it. And she's just like, what do you mean? But then she goes to the therapist, and she's like, she realizes Don had been listening. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I just want my husband to be faithful to me. And she starts, like, breaking it down. Like, I could smell perfume on him sometimes. Mm-hmm. I get, she, like, she just said all these things that the audience didn't know if she was picking up on, but she was. Yeah. So she was kind of like living with her head in the sand. Purposefully. That's what makes me feel like she might be a nine. Because nine. But could- I think that's also can sort of be a six thing. Like she's living. Like a phobic. In, yes. So like she's phobic having six. this denial because it without the denial, your whole world will fall apart. Right. Um, and she didn't want that. But at some point. That's what had to happen. There was a breaking point. Yeah, and what, what, what do you remember when that part point was or no? The well, when everything kind of fell apart was when he she found out about his like double life in a sense or. His... Was it that comedian that told her? I think that was when the, her like little. I mean, she already was suspecting things, but she was trying to live with it, or put it behind, put it out of her mind. I don't remember. She she had her suspicions. I think the suspicions were more about him cheating. Um, maybe it was the comic. The remember guy. that time? Yeah, yeah, he like that put it in her head that he was like it confirmed it. Yeah, and then so then she went looking for more proof, and then that's when she found out about his double life. Okay. Yeah. So. And then I, I was, and, and the thing is, here again, I, I find that I judged her for leaving the marriage. 
Yeah. Because she was going after that other guy who was interested in her. I think that that's also why. Like, I think if she would have left him and been on her own, I would have had more respect for her. But I kind of... Because she jumped onto the next yeah, guy. Yeah, I had less yeah. respect for her because she... Re- I feel she really only did it because she already had something else But what up. else would she do? She couldn't... She wasn't a working woman. That's like, true. Like, she, she, was, she was raised to be a wife. That's true. And a wife who has hired help. Like, they really worked hard on women in that that social economic air level mm-hmm. in that part of the century mm-hmm. you were just supposed to be pretty and she remember she was talking about how horrible it would have been if her daughter had gotten had, a scar yeah. uh-huh. and she was like it's almost better to be dead and she was saying i'm gonna die when i'm young which was a foreshadowing yeah like i'd rather die while i'm still attractive and nobody remembers me as an old lady like, yeah, it like, was looks for everything. She, and remember, Sally told her, yeah, because what kind of woman would I be if I couldn't marry him? Yeah, like, she's like, oh, man. thank God for your perfect nose. Yeah. What would your I, life have been like without it? Yeah. Yeah, I love Sally. Then I, you wouldn't have had married a man like him. And yeah. And then she, like, already knows that they're both, like, really shitty. Like, yeah. It was just perfect. She was my favorite character. I know. She is. She's, like, the most refreshing person. She's, like, the healthiest person by far in that show, and she's a mm-hmm. child. Yeah. But as we already talked about, like, Betty's definitely represents, like, the old world of, like, the 50s mm-hmm. and before. Yeah. And she's stuck and she doesn't want to move forward, which is almost, like, symbolic with her death because her death also kind of coincides with the death of that era and mm-hmm. that time. Like, Joan, we see that she had made this transition to come along with the times. And if you didn't go along with the times, you kind of just died out. Right. You and didn't, you, yeah, you didn't adapt, you, you died out. Exactly. You're right. And even her fashion never really changed. Mm-hmm. Her hairstyle, like she, yeah. she, she always was chic a little bit, but like you could see that there was like an era of like not letting go of the past. Yeah. I mean, an, an, an era, that's what I mean, an air. Yes. Um, but uh, what was I going to say about her, too? It, it was so funny, though, because she was trying really hard to, like, become more educated towards the mm-hmm. end, and it was just, like, too late, you know? Yeah. And, and I think it, it, I remember hearing that it was very symbolic that, like you said, that she died from, like, but, like, from cigarette smoke. Yeah. Because it was, like... Just Every, but everybody in the show was smoking. And yeah. then she was the one that was chosen for this like kind of fatal yeah. end of it. Yeah. Anyway, should we move on to Megan? Um, yeah. Or Sally? Let's do Sally, if, okay. I feel like, quickly. Yeah. We don't have to stick too long with each of the, the rest of them, I think. But, yeah. like, um, Sally, definitely, I, I would say Sally's either an eight, like her dad, mm-hmm. or a seven. I feel Sally's an eight. Yeah? Yeah. Um, because especially when, like, she was, like, at that place with those girls. Like, she did like to have fun. But, like, I don't know. She kind of stood her ground more than I feel like a seven would. Like, yeah, that's seven true. would be like, oh, okay, whatever. Like, it's unless the seven's been parentified, mm-hmm. which she had. 
like where you're expected to be a little adult but yeah. like at that point she really had her mom was really having her take care of her brothers a lot that's true like but, when she went home and like she made them food but she might have if you're a seven you might have used that opportunity to feel like bliss like yeah to let go and really yeah you're probably right she she always had that control and then like when the guy tried to get control over her she was like she got him out of there yeah she was like he tried touching me she was like she just got him out of there because she's like you're not gonna like take over me yeah what do you think about like her relationship with glenn like that's it this okay glenn's a weird character yeah right because in the beginning you think like he's like a psychopath he wanted her hair yeah i and and walking in on her in the bathroom yeah and then actually he ends up being kind of normal okay since we're still kind of we're just talking about betty i remember like okay so betty like the 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 creator said she was very much very, an emotional child. Yeah. And but they say that also in the show right. because yeah, remember, the therapist the therapist that. tells Don like she's, she's like a, a child and then like a little girl and then he's And like, he throws that it's in like her face. I'm living with a little girl. Like, but she kind of is. I yeah, mean like her sense the thing she thinks about um mm-hmm. but I think that that she the she makes that connection with Glenn because she's, like, the only person that she feels she can have that connection with because she's so childlike. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. And that's why her just giving him and, the hair and his mom being, well, what the heck? Um, I feel like almost her um, and her being, like, forbidding Sally to be with Glenn is not because she feels, like, he's a danger to her. No, it's, it's like a jealousy. Yeah, yeah, that's a competitive. Yeah, she feels threatened by, because she feels like he's her friend. Mm-hmm. I remember that point where it's she tells him when he's in the car and his mom's coming out and she's like I'm just so sad yeah and mm-hmm. she's like I have no one to talk to and he and like holds like, her hand and he's like my mom's coming out yeah. soon he said I don't really know how long 20 minutes is yeah <laughs> like, you probably should get out of here but that was like a low moment for her like yeah. uh, in the show where you're just like dang woman yeah but the fact that she had to unload all that on a that's kid. my point is like that's pathetic <laughs> but it's sad because she literally couldn't talk to anybody mm-hmm. like not even the therapist yeah imagine living in a world like that like where you literally can't you're like i do no 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 but i was just uh, never no but like you can't even talk to your therapist because they're gonna repeat back what you said Mm -hmm. you know what i mean so i'd probably be looking for a kid too to talk to (laughs) just kidding okay so we were talking about sally yeah sally is is the baby boomer generation yeah okay boomer yeah the way they grew up to like having all that um all that danger it talks about them being raised like on tv um like go watch tv go watch tv and like she's seeing all these horrific things for the first time also. this yeah the yeah. generations before her didn't see those things on tv exactly they didn't yeah. have TV. there was like crazy things happening on tv that they were witnessing like, yeah the jfk assassination and, yeah like, things like that and then at the same time as they're seeing all these things on tv they're home is falling apart like with their their families falling apart because there's so much so much trauma from those wars mm-hmm. like like world war Two, and i guess to a little bit of a lesser extent korea but just the yeah. and then and then the, like her father whoever like their father in that generation his father was in world war one yeah so it's like the trauma is just like that's why the over drinking and over smoking and 
sleeping with everybody like who moves like transgenerational trauma right yeah yeah that's what it is so i think that like she had a big load on her and yeah um betty's a horrible mother uh she becomes a horrible mother yeah i think yeah and for especially like when sally like went away to that school um it's just so sad for her you know Mm -hmm. like she's already kind of like already isolated by from her mother yeah but it was probably good for her to get out of that like environment at the same time not so good for her brothers mm-hmm. but um what, what was i gonna say she is oh what she said to her dad was i don't even know you yeah she said that to him like a couple different times yeah like and they re- they really parentify her too remember um she had when um her stepdad her stepdad was going to like tell her that her mom was dying and she ended up having to comfort him and she yeah. just found out her mom is going to yeah. die yeah um they really just like i think that that's very symbolic of like the baby boomer generation just having mm-hmm. to like comfort these old, super traumatized parents yeah before them because mm-hmm. i've definitely seen that in my my parents with their parents yeah because my parents are boomers yeah and yeah there there was just so much trauma that they carried um it seems to me that, you know, you see her, like, in one of the seasons right off the bat, like, she's smoking and drinking, and mm-hmm. I feel like she's the type of kid who's going to get that out of her system, but maybe not. I don't know. Yeah, I know. I want, I'm curious to know, like, what her future looks like. Yeah, she would have probably been in, like, the, you know, the anti-Vietnam stuff. I mean, she was her, you mm-hmm. know, um, but it does actually make me think of my own dad because he, you know... He started drinking at that age. Yeah. And remember, she's in the car with her mom, and she, she's like, I'd rather have you do it in front of me than anywhere else. And she mm-hmm. gives her a cigarette. Like, yeah. So. And which is eventually going to kill her. Exactly. But I wonder if she'll not because yeah. her mom yeah, died that, from that, that could traumatize you away from, the, from mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Um, should we do one more? Or do you want okay. to say anything else about her? Um, no. Just okay. that she's the best. Yeah. Um, I I think we just maybe go to Megan. Yeah. Um, Megan is definitely... What would would you say about Megan? Type 2? Oh, yeah, for sure. Type 2. Very... I think she's an ESFJ. Uh I don't think she's intuitive. Maybe she is. Maybe... No, she probably is. She's probably an ENFJ. Yeah, I think she is. Yeah, and I think that that's why there was this, like, attraction with... Well, okay, so Dawn, I think, was attracted to her because she's so motherly. Yeah, I agree. And she was so like, soft. Like, even their, like, initial encounters was like, okay, don't make sure I drink... Like, make sure I don't drink X amount and things like that. And she's like, took that on. Mm-hmm. Um, and just the way she didn't freak out over, like, the spilt milkshake when they were in L.A. Mm-hmm. Like, he, like, Betty would have. Mm-hmm. Betty would have been like, you ruined your dress or something. And she was like, yeah. oh, it's no big deal. Like, we can clean this up. And Just a milkshake. Yeah. And it was such a contrast to Betty. Yeah. And in, and then as we've talked about in, like, the, the writer or the creator has said that she represented the 60s. And, like, this mm-hmm. dream of a new beginning and all this hope for the future. Yeah. And then it ends then, in all this disillusion and depression. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And she was, I think that the big problem was when she established the fact that she had her own will yeah 
when he really um wanted to see her um like just as an extension of him and like he he just wanted her to be kind of like by his side like a compliment to him like a side dish and she wanted to be her own dish and yeah and then when she started establishing that then he was just like not down for it and the moment she got that first acting gig he goes Mm -hmm. out and cheats or it's insinuated that he does yeah like he it's like okay i gotta find something else that fulfills me now like Mm -hmm. i can't i can't she's not mine anymore yeah because he's no, he long, she's no longer, quote-unquote, like, serving him. Right. She's, like, looking out for herself. I mean, he was even upset she didn't like the ice cream that he insisted she liked. Mm-hmm. And um, she was, you know, she did get on my nerves in that episode. But at the same time, she was just had it up to here with him thinking he could control her yeah. in every aspect. And he was assuming, like, he just, like, he's been used to doing that. Like, he didn't, you know... But I think, yeah, also Betty didn't try to push her own way anyways. Right. So he's used to, like, a woman that's not going to push. And that's what he wants. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they were, like, saying how she was so young and hip, and he wanted to see himself that way. Because right before he got with Megan, he was with that doctor lady for a bit who was, like, a mature woman his age. That's right. She knew a lot about him. She would probably make him better. She's a yeah. psychologist. She could have helped him through his stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's like he went the opposite direction and married somebody who was like almost like a, like a naive kid. Yeah. And he, he loved the way she saw him. Because mm-hmm. she idolized him. She like idealized him. And she yeah. told him, I know you have a good heart. Not knowing anything about him. Yeah. You know? She, mm-hmm. she projected her own things on him and him on her. And... Uh, I ended up hating her. Yeah. I did not like her. But, like, he's the one who did her dirty. Yeah, it's weird how the... (laughs) But the thing is, too, like... I... (laughs) I didn't think she should still continue to go to L.A. when he changed his mind about moving. I agree, but I think at that point their marriage was already done. But it, but it wasn't yet. Like, was he already cheating? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, he was. But she didn't know that. <laughs> 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 I'm just saying, like, I I think when you're married, like, you don't live apart. I think that I kind of wanted them to end because I think I kind of always knew that it was going to be something short lived, mm-hmm. um, like Roger and his girl. Not yeah. to say that it's Megan's very similar. like her, but it is kind of like a Joan called it. Like mm-hmm. it's just so typical. Like, yeah, they think they're the first guy to ever marry their secretary. Exactly. So um, I just kind of felt like I knew that it was going to end. She deserves something better than what he was giving her and he needs something different than what she was giving him and it just was not meant it was not gonna and he was good too from sick the start. he was too sick yeah he was still trying to hide from all his demons yeah and you know that the like we can go and in he, yeah he was trying to run away from what he had with betty he was trying he got somebody younger they moved to the city they had she's this, like the like, opposite progr- of betty exactly they had like this progressive Brunette versus blonde. yeah exactly he was trying to run away from something that had already he was trying to convince himself he was still like young and hip exactly yeah, yeah and he was aging and she made fun of his age a couple times remember 
I don't. She was like, remember. "You're just a, a grumpy old man," or she said something like that to him mm-hmm. when he kind of came. I think it was around the time when she had that horrendous, like that disaster of her birthday with the zooby zooby zoo oh and like God, was he was awful. like can you never do that again and she was just like you're just like old like you're just angry because you're old oh that's so cringy i know that was what there was some people who were like that was like so cute i've seen people like comment that online and i'm like i wanted to die for him yeah me too i was i cannot watch that scene ever again yeah <laughs> I barely watched it the first time. I was like, oh, shoot. Can, I, I kept, like, looking away from the screen. Like, I, like, started scrolling on Instagram. Like, like, why? Isn't that funny? Yeah. They really they really did a good job in making us just, like, scared of, like, and then, horrified. And then, <laughs> Roger, uh, Roger, why yeah. don't you sing like that? Why don't you look like him? <laughs> I know. That was a good comeback. But, like, anyways, I, I think it's interesting, though, that, like, I was, I was, like, did you see how it was talking about how he was having that affair? Oh, this was, he was having that affair with their neighbor mm-hmm. because his, his weakness is for sad brunettes. Mm, yeah, it's true. You know, he goes for, like, sad brunettes that he identifies with because he's a brunette. Dude, I just made this connection, and maybe when I say it out loud, it's going to sound stupid, but his mom was a sad brunette, and the woman that took his virginity was, like, a blonde lady. Yeah. So maybe, yeah. So maybe there's, like, some connection there. Maybe. But she also was a broken, sad woman. Yeah, they both were broken. Yeah, but I think because he identifies with him, his sadness in himself when he sees them. Oh, yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's like a female version of himself he can love. Yeah. Because the, the, the creator said that Rachel, in the very beginning of the show, that Jewish girl that, mm-hmm. like, he had that short-lived affair with, that, that that was his perfect match. Yeah. That was actually his love of his life. That's right, yeah. And he actually sees her later. Remember, he's, like, he's looking mm-hmm. for a model in the last season, and he yeah. sees her come in, and it's like, and he finds out she's dead. Yeah. And uh, also of cancer, I believe. Mm-hmm. And um, interesting. But, yeah. but, but that she, and again, if we talk about Rachel for a second, she's definitely an ENTJ just like him. Yeah. Like she's like a male, female version of him who's healthy. Yeah. That's why she was able to cut it off when she saw he wasn't really there with her. Mm-hmm. He was just trying to escape. Yeah. She's like, you're not trying to run away with me. You're just trying to run away. You're mm-hmm. a coward. She could yeah. call him out on himself. But then ever since then, so that stupid waitress, he was, like, following around. Because mm-hmm. she looked like her. Yeah, I think he said that. And he's and, and he's like, you remind me of someone I know. And she's like, does that make you? Like, I forget what she said. But, like, it was just, like, she was way too broken for him. And she didn't want to feel anything anymore. She was just completely numb. Mm-hmm. And she, like, ended things with him because she was just like, I don't want to feel this. But it was really Rachel he's chasing. Mm-hmm. And I think that's also, they said in this thing I watched, that also was the doctor's wife, his neighbor. She was also another sad brunette. Yeah. Remember all those weird games he played with in, like, the hotel, like, trying to make her, like, like serve just talking. him? Yeah. Like, he just, that, that was weird. And then also even the girl from the beginning, the artist, she was... Yeah, the no- yeah. yeah, another one. Yeah. Um, so interesting, so... And the, and the comedian's wife, all of them. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're not... I wouldn't say they're 
there he has like categories of people he sleeps with yeah and i think that the waitress the teacher the, the teacher the too. teacher the teacher i think okay so this is it they they said something i thought it was i think it was good mm-hmm. it was like the sad brunette was like rachel the the neighbor the waitress mm-hmm. i think that's it mm-hmm. and then he had ones that he wanted to be a little bit like them mm-hmm. or something like that yeah. And it was like the artist. Like the free spiritedness yeah. of them. Yeah. Something mm-hmm. he admires in them. Yeah. And he he wants to have a little more of himself. I don't know why I really hated that teacher. Really? Yeah. It was uncomfortable to watch for me because like you, I related kind of to related her. I did, to her. <laughs> I did so much. That's probably why I didn't. And I but don't I, hate myself. But I think that. Okay, like you didn't really like her, but I kind of had more compassion for her because I, I did it because I was I'm a teacher, <laughs> and I can't even imagine like sleeping with my students like, like I that. Can't like, either, you know but I, mean? I think like you're a teacher too. I think that it would be like I don't know. Like I had it'd be just, hard like, to say no to him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be real. Um, I yes that, and then also um, I think that there was just like. I don't know this innocence about her too. I initially, guess. I think it's. I just think it's nasty when you're sleeping with a man and you see his wife around. Yeah, like you're nasty. I agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> like the at least, and I. I mean, okay, definitely, the teacher I think was a seven. Mm-hmm. Definitely, I think his artist, like girl in the beginning, was a seven. Mm-hmm. She was very like like oh why can't we all just have an RG like um. <laughs> And, like, she was, like, don't even mention your wife. It's cruel. I feel Mm -hmm. cruel. Yeah. And you are cruel. Mm Mm-hmm. You know? But she didn't even want it. Like, she didn't want to know anything about that world. Yeah. And at least she was, like, at least she wanted to be, like, oblivious to it. The the teacher was just, like, it's totally fine. (laughs) Yeah. The teacher was shady because it's, like, you were with his kids. Like, Like, you're taking pictures with with his daughter and the wife pregnant. You know what I mean? Like, maybe she wasn't pregnant then. I don't remember. But it was just, I just remember thinking, like, ew. Yeah. But I did relate to her personality because I'm a seven and in a way that it was uncomfortable as heck. What's interesting, though, is, like, I can, I, maybe because I'm more desensitized to certain things in media, and I don't t- t- say that with pride at all. I say that with so much shame. <laughs> but I'm so desensitized that I can be like, oh, shoot, she slept with the husband. Okay, Whatever. yeah, right. Yeah. Because that's it's the way. in movies Yeah, and because shows. in movies and shows, if it was reality, I'd be like, oh, my God, ew, gross. Yeah, like, yeah, I yeah. can't believe it, I right? Know. But I think maybe because I'm married, yeah. Like I, I, I'm just like, like women like that just make me like, ew, I hate you. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, did we miss every anybody? So were you, were you like upset with Megan when she took that money? Um. Yeah. Like I just kind of I wasn't upset. It just like made me uncomfortable almost. Like you don't deserve that much. Like you need to chill. Like, Especially anybody, back then, it honestly, was like like if anybody deserved it, even though she was a BZ, like it was Betty. Betty had his three kids. Like you know, like if anybody should have got that money, that was Betty. But I I think um, it, yeah, but like, she, I think I also kind of resented the fact that she like asked for so much. Well, I don't think she asked for that much. He gave her that. That's right. Because he, he, 
he wanted he was well really wealthy at that point that mm-hmm. wasn't like a lot of money to him at the time mm-hmm. but it really in in today's dollars that was more like seven million mm-hmm. and she said well i'll just take this as like compensation for you ruining my life yeah and it was like it was like dude, dude come on up. he didn't freaking ruin your life mm-hmm. like he he just made you like he, he she was delusional about him in the first place yeah I think that I think that that was what was annoying to me. Like he didn't ruin your life. Like you chose to be with him. Like I just think she it was. Knew. It was she should have known. So, he- yeah, she should have known. It was stupid on her part to not think it would end how it did. Right. I don't know. That's my perspective. Like, if and especially you, if the way I mean, she smart, freaking went like, out to L.A. I remember, like, he came there and she was like dancing with all these dudes, all sexy mm-hmm. and stuff. And I'm not even judging her. But, like, she was doing, like, in front of him. Mm-hmm. And then, then she wanted, made him have that, like, threesome. And then, remember, she was all jealous of the pregnant girl. Oh, yeah. And she freaking lied to her to get rid of her. Like, yeah. Megan, Megan creeped me out sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, when she was, like, scrubbing carpet in her underwear and she was just, yeah, like. Yeah, she was, like. Like, what yeah. is wrong with you? But then it, like, turned him on. And I was, like, she what were, the. She kind of makes me feel like maybe she's, like, histrionic. Or yeah, something. she has histrionic traits for sure. I don't yeah. think she is, but she She's like, she's got traits of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, he felt, I think, overly guilty because of having cheated on her, which yeah. she never knew about. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he shouldn't have lied to her about like being like laid off or whatever. But like he also wanted to stay in town and lest they called him back. I, I don't know. It's like, it's weird because she wanted this freedom. He gave her the freedom. And I'm not saying he was right for lying to her. He was wrong. But, like, he also just wanted to let her have her space. Yeah. You know? She I, wanted him to chase her and he did That's didn't. true. Yeah, that's and true. Because she's a two. And yeah. he wants that, like, I'm important. But it's to me, like, that doesn't make any sense to me and it's stupid. <laughs> I know, I know. You should really just. If you want yeah, something, you say be it. Be assertive. Like, don't try to, like... And remember act. how weird she was getting about her acting gigs? Like, she was, like, tracking down, like, directors and showing up at their yeah. restaurants. And, like, and she got so offended when he went over there and to be like, hey, you need, you're a little crazy, maybe? Wait, what was that guy's name? Um, The stupid fat one with the glasses? Harry. Harry. Like, what was... Remember something went down between them and he was, like... He tried to, like, tell her, like, I'll help you out if you, like, let me hit it. Yeah. Like, let me smash and I I will help you. He's so gross. I know. And she was just, like... She was, like, insulted. And it's, like, dude, this is your career, girl. Yeah. Like, your career's over. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, Don didn't ruin your life. He gave you the only tiny bit of a career you had. Exactly, yeah. Like... Like, what would she have without Don? Um, I just remembered. Okay, wait. There was somebody else, right? Remember when he went to that one house in... Was it in California? And then, remember, he was there with that weird family dynamic people? I'm vaguely remembering it, but I can't quite put my finger on who it was. You're not... Of course, you're not talking about Mrs. Draper, like Don Draper. No. no okay. She's I, cool. We should, I should mention her. Remember, like, and there was, like, it was, like, a whole family, and then it was, like, and then they came in, like, and he was, like, naked, and, like, the dad came in, and he was, like, hey, what's up? Why don't I remember that? And they were swimming at the pool. Oh, and then, like, when he, he like, that, 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 cult, that was, like, a, that was, like, a little sex 
thing. Oh, okay, yeah. It was know. like a sex, um, like they were they were like a traveling sex cult thing. <laughs> I didn't even pick up on that. I just thought they were a weirdos. No, they were traveling. Like that was like a friend's house. Like they just travel all over the country, and she's like. Her dad's like coming. Yeah, that was cr- yeah. that was gross. That was so cringy. I'm like, I can't even picture her in my mind right now. I can only picture. I remember the dad. her because I remember thinking like, she's alright. They could have cast someone better. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even remember what she looks like. So I just she remember she had very thin lips. She was kind of cute, but like, she was also brunette. She was like a redheaded auburn hair. I think that's again one of the people he wanted to kind of feel like they're yeah. like they're. i'm just trying i can i vaguely remember that so i'm trying to remember like all the circumstances around it yeah that was weird i forgot about that that was one of the times that i felt that they were sort of glorifying him cheating mm-hmm. because there isn't that part where he's with her in the pool mm-hmm. and there's like can there's like like little fires i think or just mm-hmm. the lighting of it it felt like very like glamorizing it and i was yeah. kind of irritated by that um so oh wait real quick what do you think about Megan's like thing with like her her family like her like her mom <laughs> the mom and dad oh my god they're a hot mess but like don't yeah. you like so much of it i think was her de- trying to defy her mom I really i think that she had this kind of fawning thing with her family to an extent and then kind of like not like she would fawn and then like pull away and then yeah. fawn and then pull away and her mom her mom kind of seems a little off, but at the same time, she makes so much sense. Like, everything she says is kind of right on. Remember, like, the conversation that they were having when Megan was moving out and the mom wanted to take everything, and then Megan was like, no, and then something happened between the sister. Do you remember that? I just I just remember they had a falling out, but I don't remember what it was. Yeah, like. I was trying to remember what it was about. Anyway, that, that lady was kind of... But remember how she was kind of flirting with Dawn, too, her mom? Oh, I don't remember that. I remember, and she kind of called it, too. She's like, I bet my mom's out there flirting with you or something like that. But I just remember when she's like, I want to be an actress. And her mom was like, sweetie, like, not everybody can fulfill their dreams. The world can't sustain that many ballerinas. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. Anyways, I think Megan has a little bit of mommy issues she's trying to work out, too. Like, yeah. I think Dawn became a father figure to her that she was rebelling against a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ugh, twisted stuff, man. I think that's enough, right? I mean, we could talk about Ken. We could talk about, like, all the people in the office. But it's just, just we could go on I all Ken night. I too. Ken was cool. Yeah, it was. He just had enough of them. <laughs> he was Dude, done. oh, my God. I felt so bad for him. Remember, he kept getting all, like, he had the eye patch and the yeah. limp. And, oh, my God. But remember just... when he was on that drug and he was, like, doing that crazy tap dance? And he was like, I don't know why I'm <laughs> dancing. I'm all injured and... Yeah, that was a crazy funny. episode with that yeah, speed. Um, they were all like being. Different. You know who I liked really at the beginning was Paul, the one who ends up becoming a Harry Krishna. <laughs> like in oh the beginning, my, my heart kind of went out to him a little bit because he wasn't so sleazy. Like he was genuinely trying, but he was always getting clowned. I like remember when Joan? Like him out no, I know, and a lot of people didn't. I just I don't know. There's something about him. You, that, you know who I liked at the beginning, and then I was like, oh my oh, god. Oh Harry. Yeah, I liked Harry. But see, then, I don't. I never liked and then, him. And then afterwards, I was like, oh, he's gross. Yeah, I never liked him because he always seemed like so like. No one appreciates me. Yeah. 
Like, I hate people like that. Well, later, I felt like he felt like he, I... He got cool. Oh. Remember when he took out Don and he kind of, like, brought him up to... Like, when they were in L.A., he, like, ran into him at that party and they went out and had a drink together. I was like, okay, Harry, you are not such a loser. You're no, at that point, I didn't like him. Oh, okay. okay. I only liked him, like, in the first season. Then I was like... No, I did... I, I guess I did it because... <laughs> Remember when... Remember when he slept with that girl and then she freaking broke his glasses? <laughs> and then he told his wife and he couldn't go home and he was like staying in the office and he, he was like saved them together. I don't know why that's hella funny to me. Like he just like oh like, here sorry that was that was a uh, Pete's secretary. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't I remember that Hildy. Remember, she, he was always like, Hildy! She'd yeah. be like, oh my God. She was like, what, dick? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's an awful name. Hildy. Who Hil- the hell named Dude, it's a nickname Hildy. for Hildegard. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Those poor children named Hildy. Hildegard. Is that a... I feel like that is a name. I better look it up after this. We should go, huh? Time to wrap it up? Yeah. Okay. I Thank y'all for listening. Just, like, yeah. Mad Men was cool. It was cool. I bet you can't watch it on Netflix. It's gone. It's now in, like, who knows where. In the, you know, um, it's very possible Prime might buy it. Amazon. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah, like, everybody has Prime. That would be great. Mm-hmm. But, um, anyways. All right, well, thanks for listening. And uh, if you want to email, it's at realquacks at gmail.com if you have any feedback. Anyways, have a good one. Bye.